Welcome to Lit Poetry, the podcast where we go on a journey of discovery, reading, analyzing, and discussing great poetry from around the world. Poetry is worth it because the reading and writing of poetry is a revolutionary act that has the potential to transform both the reader and our world. Sometimes when two people truly fall in love and are in love, a stillness descends on them. Their words stop. The gears and pistons firing in their heads comes to a halt. They just are. Alive, present, in the moment. Complete and invisibly connected to one another. Electrified by each other's touch. Whole happy and full to the brim like a freshly poured glass of champagne, ready to spill its joy into the world. It is this kind of love that is the subject of our poem today by Pablo Neruda, I Want For You To Be Still. This poem explores and gives voice to those stunning moments in love between two people, when love shines its brightest and reaches its zenith. Impossible as it is to maintain the intensity of this kind of love through the whole of a relationship, it remains an important experience that can forge a very strong bond between two people, which will linger way into the future, building trust and affection for one another for a long time to come. So let's take a listen to the poem, shall we? May I present to you, I Want For You To Be Still by Pablo Neruda. But before pressing play, I just wanted to say that the analysis that will follow on from this poem is a tad shorter than normal in this episode. For this I apologise, but sometimes there are simply not enough hours in the working week. Nevertheless, a deadline is a deadline and a promise is a promise. And at the end of the recent Proof Rock episode, I did promise you all a famous love song. So belatedly, here it is. I like for you to be still. It is as though you were absent and you hear me from far away and my voice does not touch you. It seems as though your eyes had flown away and it seems that a kiss had sealed your mouth. As all things are filled with my soul, you emerge from the things filled with my soul. You are like my soul, a butterfly of dream. And you are like the word Melancholy. I like for you to be still, and you seem far away. It sounds as though you were lamenting, a butterfly cooing like a dove, and you hear me from far away, and my voice does not reach you. Let me come to be still in your silence, and let me talk to you with your silence that is bright as a lamp simple as a ring. You are like the night with its stillness and constellations. Your silence is that of a star as remote and candid. I like for you to be still. It is as though you were absent, distant and full of sorrow as though you had died. One word then, one smile is enough and I'm happy. Happy that it's not true. 
The Chilean poet Pablo Neruda is one of the most influential and widely read 20th century poets of the Americas and was praised as one of the greatest poets writing in the Spanish language during his lifetime. I Like For You To Be Still was published when Neruda was only 19 years old and it first appeared in his collection 20 Love Poems and A Song of Despair in 1924. This was his first collection to receive public acclaim and it contributed to his growing reputation in the world of literature. Some critics argued that the book's erotic and central subject matter was controversial. And to this day, it remains the best-selling book of poetry in the Spanish language. It's a classic, cementing Neruda's status as a great writer of both love poems and political poems. I Like For You To Be Still by Pablo Neruda is filled with beautiful images. It's a poem in which the speaker addresses his or her lover's stillness and brightness. The speaker describes how and why their lover should be still and distant, taking pleasure in knowing that the lover is simply there, contemplatively, filled with his love and his soul. The speaker describes the beloved as being akin to a distant star shining brightly in the sky, mysterious and yet familiar, captivating to contemplate and illuminating. Neruda engages the nature of profound connections that can be made between two people in love, and their relationship manifests into something primordial, deep and beyond words, a connection experienced simply through another person's mere presence. The relationship on display in this piece can seem confusing at first and might seem strange and hard to comprehend by the end of the poem, but Neruda depicts it beautifully. Readers are only treated to the narrator's perspective in this text, forcing them to consider what the beloved is making of this stillness, and if the beloved too feels as the speaker does about sensual connection between the two. As for the structure of the poem, I like for you to be still consists of three stanzas divided by uneven sets of lines. The first stanza has 12, the second 14, and the third 7. These lines are translated from the original Spanish, something that's important to keep in mind when analysing the rhyme and rhythm. As is the case with most translations, the original rhyme and rhythm is lost, but in the English version, readers can find several end rhymes, that should convey something of the poet's original intent. So I want to finish once again by apologising for the brevity of this week's podcast. My week was unusually full leading up to producing this content, but I'm confident this is an anomaly and episodes will return to their longer format in weeks to come. I will finish this podcast, however, by just saying that sometimes a poem can be better when left to percolate in your mind. 
After all, my analysis of poems is only one perspective. Perhaps you will read this poem in other ways, and so I look forward to reading your comments in response to this podcast online. The reduction of words spoken by me in this podcast echo, I suppose, the sentiment of the poem. In many ways, sometimes less is more. Sometimes simplicity and stillness are the things we most need and long for. With that, I'll leave you by playing the poem one more time. Until next week, I hope you might all experience moments of peace and fulfilment in your life. And I hope that if you do, you can allow yourself to stop long enough to truly savour the experience. I'll see you later. I like for you to be still. It is as though you were absent and you hear me from far away and my voice does not touch you. It seems as though your eyes had flown away and it seems that a kiss had sealed your mouth. As all things are filled with my soul, you emerge from the things filled with my soul. You are like my soul, a butterfly of dream. And you are like the word melancholy. I like for you to be still, and you seem far away. It sounds as though you were lamenting, a butterfly cooing like a dove, and you hear me from far away, and my voice does not reach you. Let me come to be still in your silence, and let me talk to you with your silence that is bright as a lamp simple as a ring. You are like the night with its stillness and constellations. Your silence is that of a star as remote and candid. I like for you to be still. It is as though you were absent, distant and full of sorrow as though you had died. One word then, one smile is enough and I'm happy. Happy that it's not true. You've been listening to the Lit Poetry Podcast, presented by James Laidler. For more podcasts, poetry videos, and other useful resources, visit our website at www.litpoetry.com. Thanks for listening.